Hello and welcome everybody to another edition of Elite City Podcast. Um, It's going to be a short one this week, not much to talk about. Uh, No, just kidding. So much happened, we're actually going to give you two episodes this week. Uh, We have a little bit of a bonus episode because we had the Ring of Honor pay-per-view and we had Fighter Fest nights three and four. And Something else happened. I don't remember remember what it was. Yeah, it's kind um, of kind of a big deal in wrestling i don't i don't some somebody lost their job i don't remember yeah uh some guy i don't even know he's have to look his name up later he hasn't done much as far as i know yeah (laughs) but other than those few things man what a freaking week (laughs) yeah i know It, it feels like the last few weeks of of just wrestling in general like AEW, but also wrestling overall like every week is several weeks yes like you get like a few weeks worth of stuff in one week, every single week since like, I don't know, months ago, April, March. Like it's just, there's been so much happening. Like all this year, there's been so much happening. Yeah. It's, it's an insane time to be a fan, uh, a good time to be a fan, but yeah, definitely an insane time to be a fan. Like the stuff that happened that we're going to get into is it's a really good time to be distracted from your job by Twitter. there's a bunch of times where i'm like okay i have something to do i'm just gonna check twitter and then i'm on twitter for like an hour being like what happened who did what (laughs) what happened with what now (laughs) well i I mean i'm sure we'll get into it later but i'm happy i got to break the vince news to you (laughs) you were walking (laughs) home from the grocery store yeah (laughs) that That i will go into that more but yeah i don't that's still unbelievable yeah uh we'll, we'll get into it but we will start with night three of fighter fest um from july 20th i mean this show came out swinging gave us darby allen and brody king and all these people complaining that brody king isn't booked like a monster well he was booked like a monster in this match yeah (laughs) it it, i mean it's obviously setting up excuse me it's obviously setting up a feud between um sting and malachi black or maybe the uh malachi and brody and darby and sting but regardless uh, uh, brody attacked darby allen again at at comic-con yeah again yeah (laughs) i missed that i didn't even see that wow he attacked him again well that's fantastic um yeah these two set the bar for the entire night and uh i mean Everybody basically lived up to it, but Brody basically beat up Darby Allen for about ten minutes on national television. <laughs> like I, like I, I sent you a message during the match. Like, does Darby have like bones? Like, does he have like a skeleton? Like, how does he just like splat himself down? And, and like, this doesn't seem like a thing that a, a human should be able to do. Yeah, I, I mean, I wrote in my notes when you you messaged me. I I, I said Rick asked if he's moving. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like yeah, I, I think I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that was yeah. <laughs> and if the cannonball sent on into the corner with Darby on his back, 
the level of trust, I wouldn't let anybody do that to me. Yeah. <laughs> or I wouldn't do it to anybody. Like, yeah. I mean, your head's not tucked the right way, or they come in a little crooked and you're paralyzed. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, that's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but after the lashing that Darby took for, like I said, around 10 minutes, um, arena goes black lights come back on malachi and sting are face to face in the ring and i physically jumped up off my chair and went whoa (laughs) did not expect that it's so cool that like both malachi and sting i mean sting is like sting obviously knows wrestling he's been in it forever um and then malachi like they know how to do things that are so meaningful without doing much yeah they yeah. like stare at each other or they take a step towards each other. And it, like, it's such a big deal, even though it's just like a little thing that they're doing. It's really cool. Yeah, it was, it was super cool. I didn't think anything could be cooler until about 30 seconds later, Miro's music hits. Yeah. And he slowly walks. That's the second time. I just realized this right now. The second time AEW has done that in like the past, maybe three weeks that, Oh, they did it with Claudio when he was uh, right. He just came to the top of the ramp. Now, Amiro walked down, but with sunglasses, with sunglasses, still didn't see his eye. But he didn't do anything, which yeah. made it even cooler. So you don't yeah. know what side he's playing. And Sting oh. got misted, so we don't know what's going to happen to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was thinking like it'd be neat if he took half his face paint off. Yeah, <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> Instead, yeah. everyone else gets, gets face paint. Sting starts to lose face paint around his eye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just has a regular eye <laughs> face paint everywhere else. Oh, that'd be funny. Uh, but Brody King is the real deal. I mean, we all knew that, but that match was – he knew his place, and he did not hold back. Uh, yeah, so what would you rather see? Miro join them or Miro fight them? Uh, I don't know because either way it's cool. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say like, he really doesn't need a mouthpiece, but they let everybody talk in the house. So right. Has Miro slash Rusev, was he ever in a group in WWE? He was in like this League of Nations stable that oh, could have been right. that could have that's been right. something, but instead they just had them all repeatedly lose to Roman Reigns. Oh, cool! <laughs> like the the stable itself seemed like it could have been something, but that was in like twenty the twenty fifteen ish time frame, twenty sixteen maybe, when like okay. their whole goal was to just have everyone lose to Roman Reigns. Okay. So that's all they did. So maybe as a shake up, you know what? I'll I'll, I'll say it. I'll just go with that. It, just to shake it up put him in a group i'd like to see him join house of black i'll go yeah that'd be cool and his promo is like his pro he's already threatening to kill god so so wherever he goes darker than that if he joined them would be interesting to see or he could be i'm just thinking of this right now he could be the light to malachi's dark yeah that's true that's also true you know oh because i mean then that would eventually set up a split and you got a feud right there yeah okay let's go i'm i'm all in <laughs> excuse the pun uh, <laughs> it was like when i said they set the bar high uh 
I didn't think, honestly, it was going to be able to be touched. But the second match, Best Friends versus Wheeler Yuta and John Moxley, they kept that momentum going. And yeah, for sure. Wheeler Yuta, who would have guessed what six months ago that <laughs> he would be a thing on television every week? <laughs> yeah, Moxley. I mean, the best friends were, they've been not main eventers, but they've been featured for basically all of AEW. Oh, yeah. um, but Moxley's done a really, does a really good job at making everybody feel like him. Like he's clearly the biggest star in this match, but the rest of them feel like when he, when he's in the ring with them, they all kind of feel like they're like, they're at the same level as him. That, that's very true. Very, very true. And so it's really cool. Like, I mean, best friends, I mean, they're not going to, they're not, like I said, they're not main eventers. They're not going to beat John Moxie for the AEW title, but they don't feel out of place in a match like this. Exactly. I mean, they can both hold their own and I mean, they proved it in this match as yeah. did Wheeler. Um, I thought it was cool that it was going to be Wheeler and um, Trent starting out. And he told Trent, nah, put Chuck Taylor in there. Cause yeah, like, long, long-term storytelling. That's I like that they went back to that because he cut. He kind of walked off on best friends, and they didn't do much with it. So I like that they went back to it. Yes, uh, it was a hard hitting match, of course, because anything with Moxley, <laughs> and I like. I don't think you're allowed to uh, you go to go light. You just do whatever <laughs> happens. You apologize later and have a beer later tonight. <laughs> it's okay. Well, not John. He quit drinking. So right. Uh, <laughs> Um, the storytelling was impeccable. Um, it, it, it's something that, you know, we'll get into the other companies not known for. Maybe they're going to be again. But uh, if this was one of those matches you would have totally not understood had you not been a fan of AEW. But right. Excalibur does such a good job of explaining it to you in a way that if you are a fan, it's not condescending. And if you're not a fan, you're like, oh, okay, blah, blah, blah. Like they used to be friends. Now that guy went on to bigger and better things. Now they're going to fight about it. I understand. Okay. Yeah, that's a really good point that he does it without being condescending because I mean, people who are watching the whole time could feel like he's reiterating for no reason if he delivered yes. it in a different way. But he's, he, does, he delivers it in a way that works. Yeah, totally. I, I mean, it's it would just be like me and you talking like, oh, OK, I see why they did that, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the, you know, he was his former trainer, so he wanted Chuck Taylor out. Like, oh, that's cool. But if you just say it like that, not do you know why they're doing this? Oh, let me tell you about it. Right <laughs> like, now. And much credit to. Uh, well, probably Tony Khan, I was going to say whoever booked this, but having. Wheeler um, pin Chuck Taylor. Thought that was super yeah. cool too. And and I forgot Orange Cassidy on, <laughs> on, on commentary. Uh, on who commentary maybe talked, maybe said like a couple sentences, I think. But and his best sentence was when when Wheeler pinned him. He said Chuck taught him that. <laughs> that was great. Off, he took the headset off and left. Was that was so, great. It was so good. Uh, fantastic match. Uh, it's just banger after banger. I hate to keep saying that, but that's what last week was. Uh, 
Shivani, we, we slowed down a little bit. We had a Shivani in ring with Swerve in our glory. I, I, I dig what's going on here. I, I like both guys. I like them with the belts. My only complaint with the whole thing, the smart mark interrupting, and it, we'll, we'll get into all that, totally should have been the Bucks. Right, <laughs> smart Mark Sterling. And yeah, what what is Smart Mark's problem with Swerve? Like, did they ever explain why he just wants him out of it? Like, did did anything happen? Like, is there a reason for this, or he's just decided he doesn't like him? Unless it goes back to what me and you said about Swerve eliminating Nice from the uh, the Royal Rampage. Right, that's the only thing we can think of because there's yeah, there's been but they other... have never like stated why. He, he just decided he want, he needs him out of the company for some reason. Yes. And they're having a handicap match this week. Right. They, just, they announced it. So it's like, ah. But um, I had no idea who Kevin Gates was. Had to no. uh, had to look him up. He's, he's apparently a rapper. Um, I feel like people who are more hip and with it than we are would be yes. in tune with this. Yeah, I... It, it could have been you. And I was like, oh, hey, look. <laughs> like, I don't know who that guy is. Uh, Kevin Gates, I'm going to give Tony Nese credit because I'm pretty sure Kevin Gates punched Tony Nese in the face. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. it obviously wasn't hard, but he definitely connected. Yeah. And then Smart Mark got the cake, which that's incredible. I'll laugh. Yeah, he got, he got, this is, this is the second time he's been hit with cake. Yes. Yes. I, I, he got hit with Jade's cake as well. Yeah, I, uh, if they do that all the time and he becomes like the cake man, <laughs> I'll be totally all. I, I, since the time I was two years old, I will. If someone gets a pie in the face or cake in the face, I think it's it's comedy genius to me. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I will laugh every single time. Um, it, that kind of served its purpose, but like I said, I, I, if 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 I'm gonna split hairs here. I would have rather the Bucks interrupted because it would have made a little more sense. And but... it is weird that, I mean, Tony Nese, he doesn't have a partner, does he? No, it's it's Tony Nese and Smart Mark versus Smart. Right. It's a hand. So, like, they're, so like, but I'm like, this isn't going to turn into like a tag team feud, really. Like, oh, not, no, no, there's no way. There's no, like, it's, uh, I'll, I'll mention more of this later, which is one of the points I wanted to bring up. AEW, and I, I understand why, because of the RH situation where they don't have a tv show yet and punk's injury and various right. different things uh rh seems a lot not rh AEW seems in many ways like they're kind of just spinning in place like they're waiting for stuff to happen i, I agree i agree and i feel like this swerve keith lee smart mark thing is like just to kill some time because they're they're waiting for another another tag tag team to be available or they're waiting for another situation where they move forward and they yeah. don't have one. So they're just like, why not put Tony Nese on TV? He's pretty good. and Give him something to do. And they put him yeah. in this. And which is better than doing nothing. But it does yeah. it does seem like this is not... This is weird to have... They just won the tag team titles. Why are they talking to Tony Nese? I, I totally agree. And Unless there's a... Some shenanigans that's going to happen. That, you know, maybe they're going to they signed someone from ring like old ring of honor or something right. will be his tag team partner or right. I, you know, and, and that's what I like because if they are just waiting on it, like you said, Oh, okay. It was a segment, it, whatever. It didn't kill the show or anything. It slowed it down a little bit, but it was supposed to. Right. 
Yeah, nothing. <laughs> nothing that none of these time stallar things are bad. Even the, yes. the episodes of Dynamite or Rampage that don't really progress stories. I mean, they're still good matches. They're still interesting characters. Like they're still doing something. So yeah, it's not like absolutely. they're just wasting everyone's time. It just isn't progressing a particular story. That's all. Yeah. It's well. <laughs> again, this long-term storytelling. Right. We had went right into the next match: Varsity Blondes versus Luchasaurus and Christian. Uh, the ending of this is weird, but the match itself served its purpose as making Luchasaurus be a mm-hmm. monster. Mm-hmm. Squash match. And, you know, Christian plays the heel. He gets the pin. Jungle Boy's music hits. And you think there's going to be a face-off, and Luchasaurus walks away. <laughs> I, right, I, just like lets it. It was kind of cool how Luchasaurus just like let him walk by. Like, that was cool. But yeah. it's a little odd yes. that they built up Luchasaurus as this sort of, you know, vicious monster guy. And then now he's just not anymore. I, I don't think it's over, personally. Yeah, I, 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 was... I want to give AEW the benefit of the doubt because they usually do conclude stories in a good way. So I want to see what they do with it. But it seems a little weird at this point. The only thing that I could think of if they're going to put them back together, it'll be Jungle Boy outworking Christian. Right. Like, he could be like, yeah, we knew you were going to turn on us, and this was our plan. I told him from day one to go with you. Right. And boost your ego up a little bit. And then, look, there you are. Now you're by yourself. You don't have anyone type deal. But then is, is Luchasaurus going to just go back to being previous Luchasaurus after they kind of well, turned him into this cool monster character yeah i personally don't think i think they thought that it wasn't going to go over as well and then everybody lost. right <laughs> <laughs> like they wanted everyone to be mad at him but yeah because i kind of like i kind of like dark luchasaurus i think he's cool oh, yeah hill luchasaurus was incredible or is incredible depending on yeah <laughs> uh like i said personally i don't think it's over but well, what's what's your opinion? What, I mean, you're all about this Christian angle, so yeah, I do sort of think that you're right that the Jungle Boy is going to say, you know, we planned this all along. This was always our thing to to have him trick you. Um, and I think whatever ends up happening with Jungle Boy and Christian will be good. I mean, they're both good wrestlers. They're both good characters. People care about them, so like the story is going to be good. I I feel like Luchasaurus could just get lost again in this. Like he was he was the center of the angle for like three weeks where he was True. what was he doing why was he turning he's going to be you know christian's bad gu- christian's bodyguard sort of guy why is he doing this and then oh he's just jungle boy's friend again and they just <laughs> move on to like jungle boy versus christian and the luchasaurus thing was cut i'm worried it's going to get dropped because i think they kind of did it because jungle boy legitimately got hurt so they needed to spread it out a little bit well that 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 makes sense too and, and what's gonna what's gonna happen with Jungle Boy and Christian will be good. I just oh, yeah, think for sure. Luchasaurus should be should remain. I don't know how they're gonna keep him as an important figure in the storyline, and I think he should be because he's done a really good job with it so far. Unless they literally make him the middleman, right? Like he doesn't know which way to go. You yeah, know, like he wants to go back, but he's already committed to this and. 
it, it could be interesting. A good three-way. Yeah. A good three. I'd like to see where it goes for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, a good three-way storyline would be very interesting. I mean, Luchasaurus really doesn't talk. He can, but <laughs> yeah, hmm, I don't know. It's interesting. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. That's all we can do. We can see what happens. And apparently, we're going to hear from them this week. I think they mentioned that. I think you would hear. We're going to hear from Christian this week. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I don't know if I read that online or if it was a a preview on Dark. I feel like they will. Just uh, Christian is kind of carrying the heel side of AEW right now, so I feel like they'll try to get him on TV as much as they can. Very true. Uh, found out that the FTW belt is now an open challenge belt. Um, so that gives them two open challenge belts. Well, I, I guess the TNT title, the open challenge kind of goes to whoever's holding it. Uh, but anyways, Cole Carter, local boy, versus Ricky Starks. I thought that was cool. They gave somebody that nobody ever heard of. Uh, <laughs> it was. I thought it was kind of weird. Television. It was kind of weird to me because they kind of just presented him as if we're supposed to know who he is. Right. <laughs> and exactly. I, I was like asking you, and I was looking up, like even if you Googled him at the time, like nothing came up because that was <laughs> Cole Carter, like wasn't associated with AEW online. So like you couldn't, if I Googled right. Cole Carter, AEW, nothing showed up really. So I was just like, like Adam Cole story showed up. I'm like, that didn't help me. <laughs> and I was just like, am I supposed to know him? Did I miss something? Like, what, did he show up last week? And I, I didn't, I skipped it. Like what, why do I not know this person? But then like, no, that was his first show. We were just yeah. expected to know who he was. Yeah. Um, little did we know that he was, uh, part of nxt for a bit yeah uh, but other than that i mean he's just a local like uh he's not from pittsburgh but he's from like ohio or it's from the tri-state area down yeah like that's cool that they're putting someone new on tv they just yeah. kind of have to tell you who he is before they do that yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> or something about him like like give him like a you know a one minute inter- promo to talk about who he is just so you know like oh okay this is the guy yeah oh for sure they i definitely should have done something like that or let uh excalibur put him over like right excalibur explain somehow like, yeah it's cole carter we're like i don't know who that is yeah. <laughs> i really thought i missed something like i he like was he on last week and i didn't see that segment like i was like i was, I was make popcorn i was in the kitchen and i didn't see it like yeah was that it <laughs> yeah but I mean, dude looks good. He's talented. Yeah, it was a good match. Uh, it was a great match. Uh, I always put in the notes, Ricky is money. He is going to be AEW's rock. Mark yeah. my words. Like, he and he gets be better. He gets better all the time too. Yeah, totally. And you could see him playing a you know a heel, obviously, but you could he could he could play a face too. Like he could do both. He can wrestle. He can talk. He has like a cool attitude around him. He's yeah. He's he's a star. Oh, definitely. And it, <laughs> he got in a little in the deep water a little too much when he, he, he went, he went, retains his belt and went and got the mic and talked about how he's always ready and he'll take on anybody. And Danhausen answers the challenge <laughs> <laughs> as he calls him Richard Starks. <laughs> he, Put, put Ricky in his place, and Ricky said, oh, no, I meant for next week. I love that, because he was like, oh, face anyone for this title. Okay, face me now. Well, no, no, I didn't mean now. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It does not jump the gun here. That was good. He's like, I just had a match. I'm not having another match. <laughs> now, my I, I've been I've been sitting on this to say it on here. My prediction for this during the match, Danhausen is gonna surprise Ricky a little bit and he's gonna mount some offense. Hobbs is gonna come down to try to help Ricky. Danhausen's gonna move out of the way. Uh Hobbs is going to hit the spear. Dan House is going to win the belt. And then there's going to be a little rift between uh, Hobbs and Starks. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah. And what's going to happen with Hook? What's going to happen with Hook? Is Hook going to be here? I, they haven't said. but I, was I mean, he, say, has a, he has a partnership with both of them. Yes. Though he hasn't been around Team Taz in a while. He, I mean, he's, store, he's Taz's son, so he has a connection to them. And then right. obviously Hookhausen. Uh, yeah, uh, maybe they'll put him in a shark cage and get another week. <laughs> <laughs> we already we already bought the shark cage. We have to use right. it for something. Yeah, as might as well use it to get put hook in it. I don't know. <laughs> shark cages are expensive, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but I, I think that's how Danhausen is going to try to win Hook's favor back. He's going to oh, present okay. him with his with his dad's old belt. That would be yeah. Like, that would actually be really cool. I would like that. Like, <laughs> and he'll be like I thought this was lame when i was two it's still <laughs> lame today <laughs> yeah that would be fun actually i would like that yeah that would be super fun um that's just my um opinion on what's gonna happen but what, what do you think is gonna happen do you think dan Housen actually beats him i think he should just because the, the ftw title hasn't really done anything i mean he beat uh brian cage for it and then he has it all the time but it's they don't really treat it like a title, even though he, right. I mean, he defended on like Battle of the Belts, I think, and they kind of tried to make it a big deal, but it's not. So it'd be kind of cool <laughs> if, it'd be kind of cool if Dan Housen had it. He'd be funny with it and it would draw some attention to the title. Yeah, it'd be fun. Oh, and give yeah, Ricky yeah. Stark something to do. Like if they continue to Dan Housen, Ricky Stark's thing, that would be fun. So oh, that would be I like really it. fun Because the promos themselves would be fun. Yeah, they, they <laughs> are both yeah. hilarious. So it'd be good. Yeah. Uh, well, FTR, right after that match, FTR in the ring, basically called their shot against the Briscoes. I thought this promo, I mean, they made the t-shirt fight like an eight-year-old girl. What a promo. Yeah, Dax is like, this year Dax is making himself a star. Yeah. Like, I would have never, if you would ask me a year ago, can Dax cut promos? I'd be like, I don't remember Dax ever cutting a promo. I have no idea. Yeah. I wouldn't, I don't like, I'm sure he did, but I don't remember anything he did prior to this year. But this year, he's gone. I mean, his wrestling has been incredible. His tag team matches, his singles matches, his promo, like, he's done everything. Well, because he, because he's working with the Hitman. Yeah, he's just watching Bret Hart matches. <laughs> I, I mean, there's nothing else better to study. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I, I really like this promo, and I don't know if, Again, this is just a minor pick. Like, I'm not. I'm not that I'm down on AEW this week, but we always look at the positive, and I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here. <laughs> um, and again, this could have something to do with corporate. I wish the Briscoes would have been interrupted. Yeah, but I, I also know that there's. I think that's a TNT I, thing. They or yeah, TBS Turner. It's a Turner thing. I think they don't. That's, they don't want them on on TV, which I understand. I, 
I was going to say, and I totally understand that. Yeah. But for the sake of, it would have made that promo that much better. Right. Had they been like, oh, you talking now? You got something to say? Well, yeah, I do, right. blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, it's hard, it's hard to do a feud between them when one team can't appear on television. And I, I'm not blaming Turner Networks for not putting them on no, television. Like, I, no, I get it. I totally I, do, too. It makes sense. Like, I understand. Like, they don't want them on TV. That's fine. Yeah. But it is hard to build a feud when only one team can be on TV. Yeah. And, again, it goes back to when Ring of Honor gets a show, they will be able to, you know, right. th- this won't take up a spot on Dynamite. This would have been right. on their television. So. Right. Uh, again, thought it was a great promo. They made an awesome shirt. And, well, we'll get into what happened at the pay-per-view later. But they basically called out the Briscoes and they went from there. The very next match, um, I didn't like how it ended. Man, I'm just complaining about everything. This week. <laughs> that's 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 good. And I guess, yeah. I mean, we can't love everything. That is true. Watch, I'll, I'll get a bunch of Twitter hate now. <laughs> we can look. I mean, we do we we do try to look for the good side of things, but some things are going to be not what we wanted them to be, and that's fine. I'll have yeah. a I'll have my own issues later on. <laughs> you just wait. Uh, well. I cannot wait. Uh, <laughs> Jade Cargill, Kiera Hogan versus Willow Nightingale and Athena. Um, Tony Khan, sign Willow Nightingale, please. Yeah, I'm, I, it's weird that she's not signed. Unless they're saving her for Ring of Honor and something's right. already done. And, you know, uh, I was going to say she'll be all on her, but... <laughs> <laughs> that was <laughs> wow I, I had a half a beer and <laughs> i meant to say all elite or for ring of honor and i gave her all right honor. Um, i that's my guess on what's going to happen because i mean she's been on both ring of honor pay-per-views and she's right now kind of coming on to AWTV, so people they're putting there for a reason so people getting to know who she is right uh but Boy, I will eat my words left and right. I'm so glad I was wrong about Jade. She rules. I I did not have faith at the beginning. I I'm, I'll eat them words every day. She deserves that title. <laughs> it, it, yeah, she's. I mean, at this it. point, she's kind of ma- she's making the title. Like the the yes. fact that the title's on her <laughs> is making it more important. Like it's yes. it's it's pretty good. Yeah, and that that's perfect. Because when she loses it, it's going to mean something. Right, for sure. Uh, Athena and Willow looked great as a tag team. I was actually a little surprised. Uh, it, I mean, when you're a pro, you kind of know you can be thrown in with anybody. But they actually looked like a team. Like, right. They, they looked really well. Uh, Jade and Athena actually had an actual face-off in the ring. And this was my complaint. I did not think Jade should have pinned Willow. Uh, either Jade should have been pinned or Kiera should have been the, like, should have got the win. Right. Th- there was no need for Jade to, because it doesn't count towards her streak. Right. So yeah. she could have still won. She could have still won the match and had Kiera Hogan yeah. get the pin. Yeah. Yeah. Like, honestly, Kiera, like, I felt bad for her in this match. Like, she was in it for like 30 seconds. And the rest was just Jade, basically. Yeah. 
uh, that was my complaint. I, I, I felt they shorted Kiera a little bit, um, but Jade looks great. What, what were your, what was your take on it? I mean, yeah, I think generally thoughts? the same. I mean, obviously Jade looks great. Um, I like, I actually, I, I really like Willow being with Athena and Chris Atlander. Like they, they fit for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why, yeah. but it, it works as a little group. So I feel like that, that is going to fall apart when one of them has to challenge for the title and the other one doesn't. But right now I like it. Yeah. Did, did you happen to watch AEW with, uh, uh, Chris Statlander. No, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's, <laughs> it's always a good show. Like yet. it's always fun. It is. This is the funniest one yet. <laughs> like it, the first thing RJ City says is absolutely amazing, <laughs> and then it just goes downhill from there. It's so good. Um, speaking of the shark cage, we had our main event, and we did find out what barbed wire everywhere means. Yes. I mean, it was even on the microphone. <laughs> I love that it was on the microphone. That was funny. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> and then Eddie's saying, hey, is this on? And just bashes Jericho with it. And, and no, I love that he said, like, you're going to bleed and then just yelled, Shark Week. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, Eddie, Eddie gets life. Like, he understands. Like, someone, like, he was like, someone told me to plug Shark Week. So here we go. <laughs> yeah. <that's, laughs> Eddie is that dude that you could sit down with him and have a conversation or have a fist fight or share yeah. a beer. Like, I mean, Eddie seems like a very down to earth human. And yeah, he gets it. He gets what the crowd human. likes. He gets what the fans oh, like. Yeah. He gets like, what's going to get a reaction. Like he's, he knows what he's doing. I'm, I'm looking forward to one day seeing heel Eddie because we haven't really seen that yet. Yeah. We kind of did when he first showed up, but that didn't last that long. Yeah, it, it, that could be like MJF level hatred. Yeah, <laughs> he's. I mean, he's he's good all around. So yeah, he could make you hate him in an absolute second. Ah, uh, um. Anyways, Eddie came out swinging. Uh, the match was literal insanity. I mean, they were both all taped up and had shirts on, but they were still pretty bloodied up within minutes it was yeah. it was pretty brutal um I, the stupid shenanigans with the cage i mean i love i love that um uh who was it who made it through danny garcia and danny garcia and angelo parker yeah and then uh matt menard and and jk jk hagar are just like well what are we supposed to do like we can't <laughs> right we can't fit through these these bars <laughs> Uh, it was uh, Matt Menard. Uh, he tweeted out. It's, he said that I officially put that lock on thin ice. Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently him and Jake Hager were getting destroyed by the crowd when she couldn't get the... <laughs> he was saying, like, he actually appreciated it. Yeah. It, <laughs> they they must have got pretty beat up when she couldn't get the lock open. <laughs> What do you think of the, the Anna J turn? Oh, I love the Anna J turn. I thought I that was good. I liked it. Yeah. It, it again, it makes sense. I mean, yeah. KJ was a thing for a long time. And now there's one fewer member of Dark Order now. I know. Like this is like what how many of them left? Three, four? Um four. 
Silver, Reynolds, Uno, and uh, 10. And I guess negative one, so five. Negative one, five. And uh, I mean, like five and a half, because Hangman, kind of. Yeah. But just real quick, before I forget, I I have it in my notes, so I forgot to put them in yours. Why there was more than one key on that key ring was the (laughs) dumbest thing it was yeah it's up there dumb <laughs> yeah whoever thought like oh we're gonna do this in the middle of a match there's gonna be a you know crowd screaming and it's gonna have to happen on time and yeah let's give them multiple keys so yeah that they, so that like, they have to try and guess which one it is exactly like no you put just one or have a fake lock right you could just pretend to put the key in and just... right it doesn't have to be a real lock like no one's trying right. to open this cage <laughs> exactly um anyways I, I thought it was really, I thought it was really well done, the way Anna turned too. Yeah, like you obviously, oh okay, she's gonna help Ruby, you know. Right. And then they had like the little, what are you doing? You can't do this. You're better than this. Boom, punch Ruby in the face. It was yeah, so good. Um, now we both had our complaints about the ending of the match. Yeah, I feel like after the Anna J turn, it was all kind of downhill. I totally agree. Uh, it, it, they like they overbooked it they made it too confusing they did too much they tried to like make it clever like oh sammy wasn't in the cage but like why wasn't sammy in the cage like he obviously should have been in the cage he's <laughs> yeah 100 percent. how how did they miss that like he's in the group <laughs> he should be he, yeah. he should be in the cage <laughs> yeah like you know it's it it made zero sense and if you noticed when uh, Jericho pinned Eddie. Eddie said something to Chris. Did you notice that? I can't yeah. make out what it is, but right. like he said something to him, and I don't know what it was. So I don't know if it was like out of frustration, or you know, if he said, you know, thank you for this. You know, I don't know what, but it, 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 the ending sucked, and I, I feel that Eddie should have won the match, even yeah. though there was interference. And even though they did the, oh, he threw him in, he threw him in the barbed wire at the end. So he kind of won. I'm like, well, just have him win then. They don't need to do the, (laughs) oh, oh, but he he got, he he got the last lap. He couldn't, you know how you, you make him stand tall and get the last lap, have him win the match. Like there's no need to like, oh, they have all, they could have had Sammy interfere and do do, they could have done the whole thing, but just have Eddie win the match. Yeah. And then it looks better for, even better for Eddie. Like, oh, he overcame all the odds even have sammy come in and you know try to hit eddie and eddie ducks and hits jericho and that lets eddie win so that they can also make jericho you know have an excuse for losing right like they could have done that yeah that where i've I've been okay with that (laughs) like they just i feel like i know that this is what i'm worried about is this is the end of the storyline because they kind of did the thing at the end we're like oh but eddie got the last laugh so don't feel bad like they did that which makes me think maybe they're ending this feud between the two of them, which I think would be a big mistake at this point. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I would hope that they would extend it on more. and But even if they're going to extend it on more, they don't need to. AEW tends to have a bit of a problem of booking one extra match. Like, they take things a little too far sometimes. Yeah. And, and it usually works out. Like, like uh, Thunder Rosa winning the belt. You thought she would have been yes. winning at the pay-per-view. And then, they, like... It's it worked out like that worked out the way it was or hangman when you thought he was going to get a title shot at um, all out and then they put it off like it yeah. worked. Mm-hmm. 
and maybe this will work too. Like maybe they'll have a big match at, at a pay-per-view or at um, Grand Slam or something. And then Eddie, say, will, you, Eddie will win. When you brought up Grand Slam, Grand Slam makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and like that. I, if, if they're going to continue it on and have him win at Grand Slam, it'll work. It's not necessary, but it'll work. Yeah, totally. And I, I want them to put a full-blown like loser leaves town match. Yeah. Like, you know, or you know, one of those type things, like, you know, Jericho, like, I don't know, maybe he has a tour coming up with his band or something, or, right, you know, ma- make it like an I quit match or something, or maybe even an Iron Man. So yeah, like, they could play off like Eddie beat him so bad. Right. We're not yeah, like an I quit, an I quit match or something could work that like he has to, he has to actually quit as opposed to like, yeah, I hope they do something like that. I hope they, they, yeah, they let Eddie get a win, a big win. Because Eddie deserves a big win, and oh, yeah. this kind of just seems like a like they're screwing around with him. They're like, "Oh, we know yeah. you like Eddie, so he got to do that thing at the end." But Jericho <laughs> actually won the match. Like it's that's nobody wanted to see that. Like not a single no. person there wanted to see Jericho win that match. And I get that heels have to win sometimes, but this was not the time to have the heel win. It was too much. It's unnecessary. And you, you hit the nail on the head. It was a super heel win. Like. <laughs> Yeah, you know there there was no reason for any of that. Like, wh- where where were Eddie's people? Like, unless that's going to be Eddie's gripe. Like, maybe he calls out Mox and yeah, Blackpool. Been like, all right, guys, where the hell were you? I hope it goes somewhere, <laughs> and I hope they do something where where at the end of it all, Eddie gets a big victory, whether it be yeah. over Jericho or be over you know Claudio or Moxley or something. Like, he, I want him to get something out of this because he's done a great job at this, and to have yeah. him kind of just be. Oh, now we're going to move on to Jericho versus someone else, and well, forget about Eddie. Like that seems like a big mistake, and I <laughs> yeah, hope they don't I, do that. One hundred percent agree with you. I mean, I'll trust AEW because, like I said, they do tend to have even the matches that the feuds they drag out, they tend to wrap them up well. Yeah, agreed, agreed. So maybe trust them and hope that it goes better than I think it could go. Like. A lot of people were really upset. Remember Dark Order had the match against the Elite, and if they won, Hangman would get the title shot, and if they lost, they yes. he wouldn't. Uh, and then they lost, and people were really, really upset. And I remember thinking, like, give it time. Like, they always fall, follow through on their storylines, and they did. True. Like, Hangman uh-huh. ended up winning the belt. So maybe they will follow through, and Eddie gets a huge moment in New York or something where he gets to go over. And well, I hope he does. I, I totally agree. This just popped in my head too. Maybe Punk was next on the radar for Eddie to be booked in, and since he's not ready to come back, right? You know what I mean? Maybe they're like going back to spinning yeah. wheels. Maybe they're maybe they did that to give them one more to future proof themselves for when. Yeah, and I also heard a possible reason that people are just speculating that the reason Jericho won is so that they can put him in a program with Moxley because they don't really have anyone to face Moxley right now which I get but I don't think anyone really wants to see Jericho versus Moxley I mean we've seen Jericho versus Moxley already yeah yeah uh, I don't know who I would want to see but see then again it's just the interim title like I like these what they've been doing like yeah, Takeshita had a shot. Uh, Roosh has a shot this week, and 
I don't doesn't need to be a full blown feud because technically it means nothing. It's a placeholder right. for now. Yeah, if 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 Moxie or whoever it is loses to Punk, it's like it never happened. Right. So. So I'd rather have it be a placeholder because you don't want Eddie to win his first. So say for example, totally. Eddie won. You don't want Eddie totally. to win his first title and then he loses to Punk and they're like, actually, that didn't happen. You've never won the title. Yeah. Yeah. That's like that would suck. Yeah, that would suck bad. So I hope so, it goes somewhere good. I have some faith in them that it'll go somewhere good, but I, I, it, I would have really liked if he just won the match. I, I'm on board with you on both of those. Like, couldn't agree more. <clears throat> Moving right along, rampage for Friday. Fighter final night of Fighter Fest. Fighter Fest night four, which blows my mind that it's a two week event. That's yeah. super cool. I just think that's cool. Uh, Hangman and Silver versus Butcher and Blade. A, a match that kind of came out of left field. I mean, they kind of had a little, I don't know, it was what, 10 second segment on Dynamite. Oh, they gave them t-shirts, yeah. Yeah, and that was like, I don't know, it's typical AEW, something you think you don't care about and then it happens. You're like, oh, wow, that was really cool. <laughs> and yeah. this match was one of those things, like, you know, no real build, no real story, but these guys went out there and, uh, I mean, Hangman's as good as you get. And there's nobody yeah. better right now. So, of course, you know, I always say, put him in there with me and he's going to make me look good. <laughs> but Butcher and Blade are just as good. And so is Silver, for that matter. And uh, Silver is, like, super over with the crowd. Like, they love oh, him. Oh, every, everybody loves that dude. So, yeah. It, just all around, everyone's happy. Uh Butcher and Blade are probably the best heels that don't talk. Yeah. Like, I love that that's part of their gimmick. Like, yeah. Obviously, um, which one's Andy's the Butcher from the band? I'm, I'm sure he's decent on the mic, as you know, he knows how to hype a crowd up, but right. in like a positive way, I guess he'd be a better, like, baby face. Right. <laughs> but, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I I just like that they don't talk at all. Like the bunny doesn't even talk for them. Right. Yeah. They're just put in these situations and they either come through or lose. I just I think it's really cool. It's different. And I liked it's... even the callback Jr. made to you know when they showed up. They showed up as kind of as mercenaries. So that's kind of their thing. They just show yeah. up and they fight people. Like they don't. That's their gimmick and it works. Yeah. Uh, Blade was busted open. I missed how it happened. I like. Was it a like? Did he do it himself or was yeah? It... I, I I missed it too. I'm not I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, it was like I I don't know if I went to the kitchen to grab a drink or I I was I was away from the TV for ten seconds. I came back and it was a bloody mess. Uh, and I mean we can't talk about this match without talking about the last like three or four minutes of it. My God, all four of those dudes were talk about a well-oiled machine or in perfect synchronicity that ending sequence was awesome yeah it was so fast it's so perfect and you know this guy takes a bump then jumps out of the ring this guy's coming in and then they hit this and then it's a two-on-one and then the partner comes back in to even it back up oh it was so good yeah they all uh, work together like you could tell that they're they're teams that have been together I mean, Hangman and Silver aren't specifically a team, but they work together a lot, so you can tell that yeah. they. Oh yeah, there was. They know each other really well. That was, yeah. Uh, 
I actually forgot to write down who won. Hangman and Silver won, right? Right. Yep. Uh, okay. <laughs> I was so blown away by the ending sequence. I forgot who <laughs> won. Uh, but yeah, that ending sequence was, uh, as far as the moment goes, that was probably the moment I liked the best of the whole show. That was just super incredible to me yeah i wonder what's gonna where they're gonna go with hangman because he's another person where i i know this all revolves around cm punk and being him being injured yeah. so that's why everything seems kind of stalled but hangman is another person that like where like what's gonna happen with him there's they're kind of teasing uh bullet club slash elite reunion yeah so, yeah, I guess I mean, they are also waiting now for Kenny. I mean, people are coming back. Danielson's coming yeah. back. Kenny's coming back. Like they are waiting for people to come back, and maybe when all of them come back, then they can go through with. I do like that they're not. They don't drop a storyline because someone gets injured. They kind of try to yeah. wait till they come back and then carry yeah. on the storyline. But sometimes it seems like they stretch it out a little long. But it's better than just pretending it never happened. True, and then you're not rewriting your your show 6,000 times right. while someone's injured, you know? Right. <clears throat> hey, remember for like a decade when we were told that Claudio couldn't talk on the mic? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who said that. I have no let, idea. Let me tell you, the guy who said that is probably not involved in wrestling anymore. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I bet you're correct. <laughs> <laughs> because, my God, what a promo. Yeah, I mean, he's clearly, he's not, you know, christian or uh cm punk or mj but like that yeah what was wrong with that it was perfectly good it, it yeah it got the point across he did a good job he seems he like he cares good. he made it interesting he made you care about the match like he did everything you yeah. need to do in a promo and i, I was speechless <laughs> yeah i mean i i don't know what it is with the other company and people with accents, like I mean, they said the same thing about Ty Conte. That's why they let her go. They're yeah, like, I don't oh, think I've ever heard. I don't think I've ever heard Claudio. I mean, I've ever seen Claudio get promo time, like in the last ten years. Like, I don't think anyone's ever given him a mic and been like, "Go talk." Like when he was in WWE, I don't think that ever. I don't think that ever happened. I I was trying to think. Did he ever get on the mic when they were? Oh wait, no, they had Dutch Mantel with them, huh? He might have done some promos when he was with Sheamus in the bar, in the tag team. Oh, that's right. That 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 was a good tag team. They were they were oh, good the together. Bar was cool. I, they I were cool. I, I liked them. They were very cool. But yeah. yeah, he does. He didn't have many opportunities to cut promos, so apparently he can do them. Who, who knew? Was, or maybe he can't do ones that are two and a half pages long that you get ten seconds before you right. have to go out on live TV and read it. So right. I mean, maybe there's something to that too right uh i'm gonna miss these jokes now well we don't know what's gonna happen yet yeah it's true <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't you know we don't know what's gonna happen yet. uh talk about great promos even though this was a pre-tape wardlow kicked that door open for the open challenge i mean he literally said wwe by name did he not I don't remember. I think he, he did. He at least said I'm pretty NXT. Sure, I, I think he did say WWE, but I, I, I don't want to be promising that he did, but I think he did. I think he did too. Uh, 
well, we know that the open challenge is back and that opens <laughs> a lot of doors. And I'm thinking the first person that answers, I think it's going to be Gargano and he's signed. That's just my. Yeah. Unless you hear the internet and he's not signed, but you never know. Well, see, but again, like look about Claudio. Claudio has been signed for. <laughs> and yeah, it's true. And we just didn't know. If, yeah, if Danielson wasn't hurt, we would have found out Saturday. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. So that's my guess. Uh, and there's just, he's all of a sudden starting this week, he's on like three different AEW vlogs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I mean, he was hanging out with a bunch of AEW people. Again, I'm sure he knows them. Well, right. of course, he's from Ring of Honor, but uh, it's, I don't know. That's just my. But I, I think the open challenge with this belt is I think it's super cool and it's going to be awesome for Wardlow because you can give him somebody that he's going to have a long, drawn-out, hard-fought match with or you could just give him somebody like, I don't want to say Cole Carter's bad, but someone like that, give them right. TV time and let them get squashed. <laughs> I kind of, and I and I don't think the crowd would like it, but I kind of want, if Danhausen doesn't win the FTW title, have him just challenge Wardlow cause, and just have him get destroyed. Oh. And, and, and maybe maybe just like his thing is he just challenges for belts and then loses and then challenges <laughs> for another belt. <laughs> well, it would be better if, if he challenged Wardlow and Wardlow said, nah, dude, don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anybody else, buddy. I'm sorry. Like, no. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> <laughs> he's like what do you mean I will decimate you it's like no you won't <laughs> Wardlow just like pushed him to the side and like kept yeah, walking like, yeah yeah, he will not <laughs> let's move on uh, that, w- that would be hilarious if that was his gimmick where he just <laughs> challenged him like him challenged with the tag belts they're like well you need a partner oh, I'm good I got it and then just get destroyed <laughs> that'd be hilarious I- I'm on board uh, the next match we had was you know the future of AEW match Dante versus Lee Moriarty yeah. and wow AEW's future is in good hands because these boys put on one heck of a match uh, Dante Martin we talk about it every week I mean he's money in the bank that's you put him in there with anybody it's a great match the clash of styles in this match I was a little skeptical on, but it worked perfectly. The high flyer yeah, versus did. the technician was very cool. Uh, then we had a little little peek into the future. Looks like Stokely Hathaway is trying to add to hashtag Jade brand and getting Lee Moriarty into the group. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought that was cool. Moriarty got the heel win too. He used the ropes, uh, not very Lee like. And then did you see? Did you see he tweeted out and said he lost his balance? Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought that was really cool. Yeah, uh, I wonder if this is going to result in something. Oh, I, I think so. I mean, well, I was just going to say, Sidell challenge Lee for next week, right? Uh, and that's you know Lee's mentor. So, right, and is he going to end up turning or joining Stokely or something? Yeah, I, I, I think he's going to go. I think he's going to go with Stokely. 
I don't know how Jade will feel about that, but that'll be another interesting dynamic in that group. Because like, and everyone's everyone seems to turn on Matt Seidel at some point. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he'd say his own brother did, but his brother's hurt right now. Right. (laughs) Maybe they'll bring Mike back and he can turn on. (laughs) Uh, It was. I, I I totally enjoyed this match. I. Yeah, it was great. It was a it was a great match. Yeah. The 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 wild card in it was the Stokely Hathaway. I I cannot wait to see what happens because this stable. It, I love it. I I think everything about it's cool. Like, and if you add Lee Moriarty to it, it's going to just get cooler. Um, Britt Baker, Jamie Hader, versus Sky Blue, and Ashley Dambois. I've been fretting saying that for the past ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh sky blue is going to be a star uh i totally believe that she's very good for how young she is yeah i wish they would put her in something though like she's always on tv but it's always in a match to well basically get squashed I mean, right not... <laughs> let's, yeah let's be honest yeah, yeah. here uh I want to see what she could do. Like, I would love to see her and Julie Hart maybe get into. Yeah, something. that'd be good. That'd be good. Yeah, uh, they're both young. Like, they're. I don't know. That's my opinion. Um, Britt and Jamie Hader looked very good. They looked like a yeah. oil machine out there. That was. That was. They were impressive. I will say that they were very impressive in this win for a match that like doesn't make sense unless they're turning this into uh like training to take on tony rosa i, I yeah don't i don't know where they're going with the the break <laughs> yeah. bakers because like is she gonna just challenge for the belt again are they gonna challenge for as, as a team it's it doesn't i don't know where it's going yeah i'm i have no idea but again i, I have faith in the process and we'll see what happens but excuse me, I have these hiccups and I'm trying to mask them here. <laughs> the uh, I, I will complain about the next thing. We had the rap battle. Yep. <laughs> and I, I just wrote verbatim what I texted you. This was the most incredible, stupid thing I've ever seen in my yeah. life. <laughs> <laughs> it was so dumb, but entertaining at the same time. <laughs> Yeah, the only the only issue. I mean, it was dumb, obviously, but it was supposed yeah. to be dumb, so that's fine. The only Correct. issue I have is, and I know it's a, a rap battle, and I know it's kind of like a this is what you do in rap battles, but you don't really need like you know homophobic jokes in twenty twenty two. It doesn't seem like it's something that you need to get over as a heel. But other than that, it was dumb that, but fun. So that was actually uh, well, I I don't know personally, but from what I heard, that was apparently Bowen's idea. Okay. So not that that makes it any better, right? But but when the guy, the homosexual guy, says, "Hey, why don't you do this?" Right, and I'll go with it. You're, I don't want to say that's a pass, but right, it's a little more acceptable. Yeah, but like I said, I don't know how true that is. Right, but I don't think Bowens would have let that fly. I'm just otherwise saying, yeah 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 i think he would have just punched him in the face had he not known before right yeah i, I feel like it is something that they he cleared with them but oh, yeah. yeah 
Uh, but yeah, I, still, I didn't love it. Oh, I'm I'm right there with you. There's no need for that, and it's like it's the low hanging fruit. Like yeah, it's like an easy, knows. it's an easy, it's an easy joke, and it's not yeah. necessarily a clever one. But exactly. Uh, but like I said, it was the most incredible, stupid thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Let's just hope it never happens again. Yeah. Uh, main event time. Christopher Daniels versus Jay Lethal. Caprice Coleman on commentary. And for somebody that watched Ring of Honor religiously until there was no more Ring of Honor on television, this match in 2022, you could have told me a month ago, hey, this is going to happen. Be a main event on AEW. And I would have said, there's no way. Like, <laughs> what drugs are you on? Because there's no way that's happening. <laughs> like, it's It's kind of crazy how long Christopher Daniels has been wrestling yeah uh like a really long time like he was in wcw wow that is not for long but i I looked it up he was in wcw for like a short time but he was in wcw yeah and i mean he was was he with tna when it was called total nonstop action yeah yeah he was i i i mean he's been everywhere yeah and his track record like I mean, he's a fantastic human being. Uh, he's respected. I mean, he's a coach slash performer in AEW. Uh, he's part of, he's either human resources or public relations. Like, he's head of that, too. Yeah, he's, something, mean, in, he's something in ROH, isn't he? Yes, he is. Uh, uh like talent, real talent relations. Or I would say he might be talent relations for ROH. Yeah, I think too. he's talent relations in ROH. Yeah, but I mean, talk about a chemistry and a great match. Like these two probably had this match two hundred times in their lives, but the fact that they got to do it on national TV was really cool. He's head of talent relations for AEW as well. Oh, well, there you go for both. Well, so. Uh, Jay Lethal gets the win, and I'm not saying this is, as a joke, but Satnam Singh's body slam was incredible. Yeah, he's definitely. I mean, the bar was low for him, but he's definitely correct. He's definitely doing better than pretty much anyone could have expected. And the little things that he gets, like he slammed Daniels and then did like the little jump in the ring, right? Make it seem like oh, I threw him down so hard it bounced me up. Like, right. It was so cool that he knew that. Right. <laughs> and he did something funny at the at the Ring of Honor pay-per-view that we'll get into later. In part <laughs> two. Was, in part two, correct. That I literally rewound my TV just so I could watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> because it was it was literally made me laugh out loud. Um so it is now time to rant 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 um i did not do my homework this week so i'm gonna ask you to go first <laughs> yeah basically i mean i've kind of alluded to my my rant issue throughout the the show um and it's not necessarily a rant in the sense that i understand it and i think it's going somewhere it's basically our aw is kind of stalled and mm-hmm. i'm not saying that in the sense that the shows are bad i don't think the shows are bad I think, right. you know, ra- this Rampage was kind of, I mean, Rampage itself, I get why it's not as important as Dynamite because it's an hour and it's on Friday nights and I get it. 
So I'm yep. I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna criticize Rampage for not being dynamite. Like it's it's fine. Um, but the shows are good. Rampage is good. Generally, Rampage is a good show to watch, and and Dynamite's always an entertaining show. Like I like oh, the absolutely. show every week. I think it's great. It just it's missing the maybe it's because of punk or maybe it's because of whatever, but it's missing the the storyline feel. Like the the Hank the AEW at its best two times when it was at its best were the mox the lead up to Moxie Jericho at I think Revolution twenty twenty right before the pandemic, like. At that point, AEW was at an incredibly high level. And throughout oh, yeah. the pandemic, they did what they needed to do and had entertaining programs. But, like, it was a pandemic, so you understand that there's only so much you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the Hangman-Kenny Omega storyline was excellent. And that was a huge story that everyone wanted to see, and it was great. I don't think they have that right now. I mean, they have the Blackpool Combat Club, which is cool, and everyone likes, and I love the idea of it. But they don't – they have good matches, but they don't really have a story. I mean, they've had this thing with Jericho, but they were more like the hired guns of Eddie in this storyline. Like they, they, yeah. they yeah. for storyline purposes, don't really have a problem with Jericho other than the fact that they're sports entertainers and, and they're wrestlers. They're wrestlers. They, don't really have a, they don't really have an actual issue with them. So it's a little weird that there's no – and this is – probably 100% due to CM Punk not being there because I'm sure they had a lot of plans for what they were going to do with CM Punk. But it really feels like they're just, they're having wrestling shows that are good. They're having Mm -hmm. wrestling matches that are good, but they're not, it doesn't feel as like much of a narrative going through everything. I don't know if that makes any sense as it did before. I see. see, Yeah. I see what you're saying. Like, yeah, there are storylines that are, going on but there's also like oh hey this is just gonna happen for a couple weeks or maybe even a week maybe a match yeah like jericho and eddie was a story and that's why i'm disappointed in the way it ended because it it was a good story and i hope it continues and i like that storyline but like stuff like ftr like luchasaurus yeah they dropped they dropped luchasaurus thing or potentially dropped luchasaurus i want to see where that goes hopefully that goes somewhere so i mean they have potential for storylines going somewhere but yeah, like the stuff, I, like why wasn't it the Bucks coming out? Why? Yeah. Why did the Why did the Bucks not involved? In, and again, that's probably because their plans for the tag team titles involved the Hardys, and now can't. Well, <laughs> that's true. I forgot about Jeff. So I, I get really that did. there's there's multiple reasons why they can't do the things that I think they want to do. They probably do want to do an elite Bullet Club, undisputed elite thing that they can't do. Yeah. They probably did want to do something also- with the Hardys that they can't do. Yeah. Um, but little stuff like they continuously mention how FTR is the best tag team and they probably are, but why are they not anywhere near the AEW tag team titles? Right. <laughs> like they're, I get why they're not because they don't want to just blow that match, but right. why are they not? Like they have no reason for not being there. So right. that's my thing. It's not a huge I, thing, but it's a thing. I was trying to play devil's advocate this week because we do sometimes come off as very positive on AEW, and I don't want us to just seem like we're to use some terminology, just marks for the company and right. like instantly, and in the same no sense, what it's, they it's, do, it's great. In the same sense, like, it's very easy to hate on stuff. Like hating on things is easy, right? So yes, I, I do I mean, try to like find the I enjoy the shows. I'm not even trying mm-hmm. to find a positive out of it. Like I watch Dynamite and I like it. 
Correct. And it's a good show. I just think it could be a great show every week and it could have it could have more meaning to the shows the, the matches themselves are good i just think they should have more meaning to all of this i i i totally agree and i'm going to piggyback off you on on mine because you i got to think of one while you were went before me <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, again this is totally out of everybody's control but Ring of Honor needs something. Give me a an announcement to like, hey, Ring of Honor TV will be coming in 2023 or by the end of 2022. Yeah. Give me something. Because this pay-per-view that was Saturday, lights out. It was great. But you have to share time with AEW right now to get those stories over. And, you know, back to, well, like I said about FTR, it would have been great to hear from the Briscoes, but if you don't follow the Briscoes on Twitter, you didn't hear their rebuttal. Right. Like, you know. That's another reason it feels like AEW is in a holding pattern because I think they are kind of waiting for ROH to have its own show and they don't. So they have to kind of take AEW time away to plug ROH stuff. And, and like, I, I understand that, but. You know, like I said, just give me something to grasp at. And yeah. Like I said, just give me a year. The end of this one, beginning of next one. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> Say something's coming at some point. So then you're, you know, it's working towards something. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. And I know it probably is. Or like we always say, I mean, stuff like this doesn't happen overnight. I mean, their lawyers are looking over contracts probably as we speak. Right. Uh, and, you know, we could literally find out tomorrow, hey, in two weeks, Ring of Honor is back on with this channel or, or right. on YouTube or, you know. Something, yeah. But give me something. I'm not saying they're dropping the ball with it, but, you know, he's owned it now for, what, like three months, two months? Yeah, around there. Like, say two months, just call it. And... Like, of course, we've heard a lot of speculation, but we haven't heard anything. Since March. Oh, since March. So March, April, May, June, four months. Um, So, yeah, just, you know, give me something. Uh, Like they said, they like we all know it's coming, but give me a semi-concrete date. (laughs) Right. Because, I mean, like I said, this pay-per-view was a banger, but there were so many things on this pay-per-view that, could have been announced or could have got over more because again if you didn't watch ring of honor like there, there there's one thing i'm just gonna semi complain about <laughs> and uh when samoa joe and jay lethal match i won't give away any of the results here we're gonna do that for another thing but joe did his la kick and you can tell that it was a majority AEW crowd because about a third of the crowd yelled Olay when he did it and the other like other no one knew what to do <laughs> right and that's the kind of thing you have to put over on TV because not everyone I mean yeah not to like, attack ROH but ROH exactly. is no longer a company for a reason like people weren't watching their shows and it was not a national thing I don't think right I like mean, the, it, it was never it was never super easy to watch yes. ROH <laughs> yeah it was on late here on the east coast so yeah you know, if 
just those small things because the people would have known about that or I don't know that you just wouldn't have to do homework before you went to a wrestling show. Right. <laughs> you yeah. Just understand it. I, that's right. I guess what I'm getting at. And I, I mean, I recognize now that we sound like we're hating on AEW a lot and I don't think that's the case. Like both of no, us no, both, on Wednesday, we're both like really excited to watch. Oh, yeah, like I'm... we, we love these shows. Like we really yeah. like it. Um, and I think every week they put on, they do put on a good show. Totally. It's uh, just, yeah, I feel just like they could, yeah, yeah, I feel like they could put on a better show. Like they, they could do better. And there's numerous reasons why they're, and I understand them. I mean, they're, most companies couldn't lose, you know, five top wrestlers <laughs> or however many they've lost and like continue to function. So the fact that they did and put on great shows this whole time is, is yeah. an accomplishment. I just think the the, the storyline aspect, or maybe it is because of stuff like ROH. Like it feels like like Rampage once in a while feels like ROH Rampage, and that's not even a knock on it. Like I like yeah, it; it's entertaining. Yeah. It's entertaining, but that should be an ROH show. Then it shouldn't be a an AEW show. Yeah, uh, what I was um, when I was watching the pay per view, I just had like a random thought. I Ring of Honor would randomly do like they would have like just a random show on the ring of honor. They would do like women of honor or right. um, they would say, Oh, next week it's new Japan. And there'd be like an invasion, not an invasion angle, but like it would be ROH people versus new Japan people or something. Right. I, I wish like when you brought it up saying rampage would be um, feels like ROH. Like if Tony Khan would just say, Hey, for the next six weeks, rampage is going to be, rampage of honor or something right yeah that could have been something they they did running into the pay-per-view i mean if they the last couple shows running into the pay-per-view they made them all roh shows like i'd understand that that would make sense yeah because i mean you are trying to sell a product that right doesn't have a commercial right now (laughs) and not to knock rampage but rampage doesn't get the greatest ratings to begin with so it's not like you're going to lose a huge portion of your audience the people who are watching it are probably very dedicated to the show so they're going to want to watch it anyway yeah and it's taped, so you already have the fans there. Like, what are right. people going to pay that for that ticket and then go home? Like, no, right. they're going to watch the show. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, that that's that's that would actually be a solution for a while for them not having a, an ROH show if they did something like that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Just say like, hey, for like I said, six weeks, eight weeks, you're not going to see any AEW people on Rampage. It's going to be like an ROH it's show. Yeah, going to be yeah. It's just going to be ROH. We're going to change the ring out like we, I mean, they change the ring out anyway. Never mind. Right. They change the apron. They change all that. It could be fairly simple. And, and again, unless that's like a contractual thing and he can't do that. Right. Like maybe like TNT is paying for an AEW show. So they need to have an eight, but yeah. But yeah, there's, there's a lot of things that aren't, I don't think it's a problem. I know the internet is the internet and I know a lot oh, of people yes. on the internet are, you know, saying AEW is falling and it's, it's not as good anymore. And no, it's the shows are great. I like the shows. Yes. I love the, yeah. I love the, I even for, it's like I knocked storylines. Like I like the storylines that they do have going. Like, I think they're good. They're not just throwing on wrestling matches with no reasoning. Like they, they explain why they're doing these things. They have stories behind them. Like that's, it's all good. And to say it's not at the level it was during, you know, Hangman Kenny, but Hangman Kenny was like one of the best wrestling storylines that I've seen in 
a very long time. A very so, long time. Yes. So to say they're not at that level isn't even a knock against them because that's you can't be at that level all the time. Like that's that's outside and, of what they usually do in wrestling. And not that many people are on Hangman and Kenny's level to begin right. with. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's I mean, again, not to not to sound like well, I guess it's just a positive. I was gonna say not to sound negative, but honestly, Hangman and Kenny are like probably the equivalent of Austin Rock in the nineties. Right. Like they are the two biggest guys, singles guys. Like, I mean, of course I would you could say like that the Bucks are probably bigger than them, but they're also a tag team. Like as far right. as singles wrestlers go, uh Kenny and Hangman are probably the biggest that weren't WWE people. Right. Yeah, you know, for like sure. Originals. Like, I mean, I guess Moxley's kind of an original since he was there not from day one, day one. But, but very close. Yeah. Pay-per-view. Yeah. But again, Moxley had a name too. Not many people knew Kenny Omega. Like outside you, of like, Japan. Out, yeah. Yeah. Like if you were a hardcore wrestling fan, you knew who Kenny Omega was. But more people know who Kenny Omega is now. Yes. <laughs> That's so. And uh, I mean, we're saying this, and I mean, they could solve this this problem I have in a couple of weeks because for as sure. far as we know, I mean, Danielson, we know, is coming back. Punk could come yeah, back at back. any point. Omega could come back. You know, Adam Cole could come back. So, I mean, a lot of this stuff could, will be, I'm assuming, will be solved in the next couple of months. They'll have everyone oh, back sure. and they'll be able to do all the storylines they wanted to do. So I'm sure they have things planned. It just feels oh, a sure. little, it feels a little like, I don't know. It, I don't know what the feeling is. The feeling is I'm excited for it. I like the matches. I like the the story, but it doesn't seem like it's at the point where it used to be. I, it, and I don't want to turn this into like a, oh, AW was better before. Like, oh, I'm no, not even, I, I know exactly what you're I'm saying. not one of those people who thinks, oh, yeah. they shouldn't have hired all these WWE guys. That's why it's bad no, now. Like that's, that's it's no, not bad that's... now. Like the shows are all good. Yeah. It's just, it's not, it doesn't have the sort of, maybe it's because they don't have a world title. And if they had a, a real world title oh, right now, they'd have more of a story associated with it. It is kind of hard to have a story around the interim world title because what are you going to do? Have Eddie or Claudio be like, I've always wanted to, it's been my dream to be interim <laughs> right. champion. Like that's <laughs> right. something. That's all I ever shot for, brother. Yeah. <laughs> all I ever wanted was to hold temporarily hold a title for a it short period nothing. until the actual champion returns. Right? Yes. Like you can't do that. So I, I get it. Um, so it wasn't even really a rant in the sense that I'm mad about it. I understand all of this is understandable. Oh, I would yeah. just I would just like it to be like the RH thing, the fact that they don't have a show. Like it's understandable. Yeah, yeah I, oh, for sure. I mean, I would just like it cuz according to Tony and that this could just be Tony being a promoter or, you know, a hype guy. But according to him, he said the, the decision to purchase ROH was like a a one-day decision. He knew found out it was up for sale. He made and an offer yeah, put a bid and, they accepted and they basically it. said, if you don't buy it, someone else is going to buy it. And he knew that someone else was WWE. Yeah. <laughs> and so you want it or do you not want it? Decide today. So like this was, I get that he had no TV lined right. up. He had none of this planned. He just bought it knowing that it was available on short notice. So I, I get it, but it it's, it seems like something they need to fix. I, and, and they will. I mean, yes. Yeah. You're going to take your lumps. You're a three-year-old company that is now the number two company right. in pro wrestling. So, I mean, that 
puts a lot into perspective, you know, like it'd be like if me and you started a search engine. Right. <laughs> and in two years we were competing with Google. Like, <laughs> right. Like you can't, you can't fault AEW for much. Like they're doing right. no one. We'll get into this in part two of our podcast, but the, the thinking of, Oh, you know, AEW has to, you know, they're in trouble now because they'll never catch up to WWE because now they're going to have new creative teams. And I mean, they, they were never going to catch up to WWE. Like it's a nice <laughs> dream to, it's a nice dream yeah. to think that one day they'll, they'll surpass them, but like they're never going to, they might beat them in ratings. They might beat them in attendance. They might, like yeah. WWE is always going to be there. Yeah, they're so never going to be WWE. Unless, unless WWE goes full entertainment company and doesn't. Right. Like unless, if they pass wrestling. WWE, it would be because something changed at WWE, not because of <laughs> AEW or any other company. Or if uh, Tony Khan just buys them right. whenever, <laughs> whenever things go super south, which kind of looks like it may. <laughs> so you can't say, you can't blame. I mean, you. it sounds really spoiled. To be like this three-year-old company that showed up out of nowhere is not right. as good as it was when it was possibly the best wrestling I've seen <laughs> in the last twenty-five years. Like, why? <laughs> right? Like, right? Exactly. So it's it's you have to put your complaints in perspective. But yeah, and I mean, for twenty years we've had z- basically no competition, and the fact that they're here is wild. incredible. Like, and as soon as they became viable, the other companies that like i mean impact became all of a sudden went from like i don't want to say i always said garbage i apologize impact fans (laughs) impact went from not being anything to it's now the number three company right yeah they they fell off they kind of fell off the radar completely yeah and you know they had i mean uh kenny omega was their champion for right. a minute. Like how crazy was that to even think about? Right. That doesn't happen in our day and age. Uh, you know, the AEW title was uh wrestled for on impact, like unreal. Right. Uh and I mean you don't even see the I don't know how WWE titles work anymore, but you don't see the one title even on SmackDown. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's the world title or the heavyweight title, whatever they're called over there. Um but, you know, like, that was groundbreaking stuff. And like you said, three years ago, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so it's I, unreal. It, it seems like spoiled to knock them. But in the same sense, if you always want them to put on the best show that they can put on. And they're putting on great mm-hmm. shows. I just I just think that they could put on better shows. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I do sound like, you know, like comic book guy from The Simpsons being like, you owe me. <laughs> do better. Yes. I, I, I <laughs> nothing make your program better for me <laughs> like, yeah. uh, but it's not yeah. even like i like i said it's not even like i don't like the shows i love the shows every time dynamite's on i get excited for it and it, it doesn't let me down like i'll watch it and think how does every show this good and it is like they're yeah, all good they're fantastic it just feels <laughs> like it's missing like a, a storyline or a something to put it over mm-hmm. yeah i i'm i'm right there with you it's it was uh that was a very organic, because uh, I thought I was going to be in the, because <laughs> I didn't mention to you that I was going to kind of be a little hard on them today. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was a very nice little organic conversation that this went into. Um, yeah, it worked. 
So uh, on that note, do you have any closing thoughts on the week that was? Uh, no, I, it's it's uh, what is it? Fight for the Fallen. Fight for which, the Fallen is this week. Which showed up pretty suddenly, but hey, there we go. I'm, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, you know, we'll tell you right now. We, we have more coming for you this week. Um, we do. So there's going to be a bonus episode. So um, we're trying to cut this one. Not short, but we're trying to, you know, just get through it here. Um, we don't want to talk to you for four hours. Like, we, yes, we, we don't yeah. want you to have to listen for four straight hours is yeah, what we're trying well, to say. Yeah. <laughs> we understand and, we're no, that nobody wants to listen to us for four straight hours. I, I don't want to listen to us for four straight hours. <laughs> no, no offense, but uh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, again, I say this every week, but every week we are growing, growing, growing. Um, we have some stuff that we've been talking about that you guys will find out about here in a few week period. Um, you know, just some little stuff, some little fun stuff for the fans. Um, but thank, thank y'all again. Follow us at Twitter at Elite City Pod. Like, subscribe, comment, um, rate the podcast. Rate the podcast. That's yeah, a new one. We we got we got our first rating on Apple Podcasts. There you uh, go. So thank you, thank you for whoever that was. Yeah, thank you. It was not me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, when I got the email, I was so stoked, and then. I, I was mad that I couldn't read it. And you were like, no, that was just a star rating. Like, oh, okay, cool. That's how the internet works. But uh, yes, thank you, everybody. Uh, and that was, um, what the heck was last week? Fighter Fest. Fighter Fest. <laughs> that, was, that was Fighter Fest. So until next week, take it easy and we'll see you on the other side. Later.